everybody. Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Suicide Squad by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can also find me on social media at No Clutch Nate. And I'm Travis Bow from the Real Comic Heroes podcast. And you can find me on Twitter at That Travis Bow. All righty. Welcome back, Travis. Thanks for having um, me. Yeah, no problem. Today we're talking about minute number 41 of Suicide Squad. And it's going to start with uh, Harley having the upper hand in her situation. And then the minute's going to end with Joker having the upper hand in his situation. Um, right now, um, this seems to be uh, kind of like a, a segue between the main plot and what is the Joker's side plot. Um, right now the, the suicide squad task force X is being transferred from, uh, how do you pronounce this prison, Travis? Um, I'm trying to remember. Do you pronounce it Bell Reeve? Oh, Bell Reeve. I think they always said Bell Reeve in Smallville. So that's Mm -hmm. just my go-to pronunciation. Maybe that's where people got it. Oh, possibly. Bell Reeve? Yeah. Hmm. There was Bell Reeve in, uh, Arrow? Was there... Because Amanda Waller was in that one, but I don't. It might have been a different uh, prison system. Um, Got me. Yeah, cheap. but Bell Rev. Uh, see, I've been saying Bell Rev for a long time, and then it's, people yeah, said Bell Reeve, and then in this movie, there's some. Some of them are saying Bell Ray. You know how many times <laughs> we have to repeat this on the. On but the, on um, the well, it's all context. <laughs> it's all context. Um, but yeah, it's it's, a, it's been a very interesting. Um, uh, location. I really liked it, but so they're leaving. Um, they're going to start heading towards um, Midway City. Um, but then we come back to uh, this Van Chris Laboratories. Now, I don't know anything about Van Chris. I don't know if that's actually based on a character in comic books. Um, but what's really interesting is they felt the need to include that it is a company um, supported by Wayne Corp. Yeah. Wayne Corp. Um, which. It's kind of like a oh cool like for fans I guess but it's almost like you would think that it had like more context than that but it just seems to be for like I an Easter egg purpose I right think he's just from from suicide it's the dude in the in the with the wife that's yeah. him that's not Van that's is. the titular Doctor Van no it is. it's not yes it is yeah. that was my question for later yeah, yeah it is that's the titular he's there <laughs> he's got a the van comes he's in. got a laboratory he's named after himself. Mm-hmm. And he's working there. Yeah, that like what? That, that weirded me out too. Like, that's literally my note, yeah. right? For, Dude, go on vacation. The <laughs> <laughs> they pull mm-hmm. up in the van. They go, "Hey, we have a delivery for Doctor Van Chris." Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, "Don't worry, oh, it's the van. It don't like confuse you. We don't work." <laughs> the guy for with his name on the building yeah. works yeah. here. Yeah, right now, right like, there. I, you know, I'm in. Indianapolis, and we have Eli Lilly very close. I don't think if I drove my van up to the Eli Lilly gates, I'm gonna be able to go in and see Doctor, you know, Lilly. Like, no, <laughs> that that's not how yeah. it works. Like, should I know who that is? I'm sorry. Uh, no, I mean, okay, I, I th- it's just a good comparison. Yeah, I think got it. I, yeah, I, I, but like, okay, so sometimes when you see comic book panels where like Bruce Wayne is actually in a board meeting at Wayne Tower, no one ever bats an eye. It's just like, yeah, sweet, <laughs> cool. He's daylighting yeah. his Bruce Wayne, awesome. But then this guy, Doctor Van Chris, is doing normal. Uh, I don't. He's doing the procedures that are going on in the prison, I guess that they're doing anyway. But he's doing it firsthand. 
Yeah. That's, that's incredible. First hand bit. Yeah. I also find it really interesting that uh Wayne Corp is funding the implantation of like grenades. It doesn't seem like something that they would be bankrolling. I feel like maybe I don't know. No, because I was gonna argue like, yeah, some things get through Bruce Wayne's nose and like like the military projects yeah. and stuff like that. But this mm-hmm. is still was a twenty year Batman that is mm. actually involved in Wayne Enterprises and actually does things yeah. for the company. Yeah. And that's um, why I was thinking, like, why would you like did you not have any other name from maybe any he, other company to well, put hang there on. besides Wayne Corp? Maybe he wants to keep like maybe Amanda. that's his his uh his leg up on Amanda. Like he's like, oh, so you want to put bombs in their heads for uh for keeping a leash on them? Okay, well I'm making the bombs, so you got to come to me. I don't know. Maybe it's just like that keep your enemies worse. close. Yeah. yeah, keep your friends. That sounds even worse. I feel like it sounds worse for Bruce Wayne and like for Batman's like you know PR. But mm-hmm. um, maybe it's just Bruce Wayne doing his contingency. Plans is it possible that Amanda Waller is the one who got around Bruce being aware of this, and you know she set this up this this uh, plan for them to develop these. She uh, wouldn't be grenades? the first one. Oh, I mean, like, if she... Um, now I'm just stabbing in the dark. If she made it, like, um, you know, she can still wipe her hands clean by all... It's like, oh, well, Bruce Wayne's company was one that made the bombs for the supervillains. Maybe Van Chris isn't even supposed to be here right now. <laughs> this is what Amanda Waller has him doing. Well, no, this is... Mm. You see what I'm saying? He isn't supposed to be here, but Amanda Waller is making him do this under the nose stuff because of Bruce he's Wayne, owned by Bruce Wayne and he's using the technology that only Bruce Wayne would have. This guy's corrupted. Mm. Well, mm. he's not even supposed to be here. He's corrupted, but then he gets blackmailed by Joker. It's weird because the DC like Wikia for suicide squad actually has mm-hmm. Van Chris listed as a villain, like not like a Joker level villain, but he's a, an antagonist, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, he made bombs yeah. that go into people's necks. Yeah. So I feel like that's a that's a bad guy thing to do, which is really weird because it like that's what I'm getting at with like there's there's a lot of weird things that happen in this minute. You know, Wayne's name on the building, um, this guy who seemingly looks like like an okay guy, just kind of dorky, Van Chris. The oh. Doctor Van Chris, and it's just weird know. that he is here. And honestly, it does look like a shady operation. Yeah, like just looking at it as a whole, if just I don't know, just as a whole, it does look shady. Mm-hmm. Um, it is kind of jarring that it's owned by Wayne Enterprises yeah. mm-hmm. Corporation. Uh, whatever the other words we're gonna use. <laughs> the um, like he's he's like wearing like a shower cap and everything, so they make him look real dorky. <laughs> Um, and I'm not, and that's a, that's another thing. It's a big warehouse thing too. It's a laboratory, mm-hmm. like big old, what do you think is going on in there? There's like glass cubicles. Yeah. I think or they're, something. they're developing all sorts of things here. The, I think it's the, like a, ma- yeah, it's a manufacturing yeah. shop just to make bombs. I don't know how bombs are made, so I don't know if they need a, uh, we've been down the manufacturing road system. <laughs> We're not good at this. Uh, <laughs> um, this is a uh, a regular occurrence where we have to talk about how bombs oh. are made. Mm-hmm. Kerosene candles, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. yeah, wheelchair bombs, or 
bomb <laughs> knowledge is not uh, up to par. Turning and a, I'm okay with yeah, that. Yeah. Turning an alien baby spaceship into a bomb, it's, oh, yeah. it's always something we have to talk about. <laughs> not our forte, FBI. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it's this guy's, uh, he's being um, threatened. His, his wife is on the other side of a FaceTime call um, where she's being threatened. Is she in pajamas or is that a prison thing? <laughs> I thought that too, just just because of the color orange. But yeah, I uh-huh. think it's it's very silky, so I guess it's some kind yeah. of pajama. Could be some it's like a nightgown, mm. a robe. The really mm. creepy dark thing is if you kind of pay attention to the room she's in, that's definitely mm-hmm. a baby crib that she's that's oh, right yeah. behind her. So Oh yeah. yeah. The dude holding the knife is this guy. I can't. I can't make out what's on his uh, his what, his, yeah, I don't know his pajamas is. or Are those whatever bats? they're called. No, they look like um little Felix the cats, but I don't think oh, it is. I didn't even notice that. Is the other guy in an Attack on Titan outfit. It looks like that, but it might just be a muscle suit. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't know if Attack on Titan has coined that like humanoid yeah, pretty much. exo. If it if it didn't have skin on it, yeah, kind of human being look, yeah, yeah. So then let's theirs. just go with it being. I think they were like. What's I think that? that guy was really into Attack on Titan. And was like, <laughs> I want that. I want to wear that. Um, the the iPad that they put up again. Oh, I'm sorry, it's a it's Samsung not an iPad, tablet. Mofo. So sorry. Um. Anyway, watch yourself. <laughs> it's the Samsung tablet that brought to you by Samsung tablets. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> they put this. IPad. Remember who puts the bread on the table, buddy? <laughs> oh right. They put the, that's I, Samsung. They put the tablet. <laughs> Against the window. Samsung pay us. She's looking at him. And I was always thinking, like, how does that camera reach him? <laughs> you know, given the... the oh, yeah, that angle that he's angle? at, he can't oh, I, How does she know see? to look that it's way? It's not. She's looking at whatever's happening in the back of the laboratory yeah. of microwave. And that's a steady camera on her. Like It's not moving. The the, the you know, few seconds that you see her, like, it is locked mm-hmm. down. She probably can't see him. She just knows, like... The the guy holding the camera probably said, "Hey, tell your husband this." Mm-hmm. Do you think? Uh, yeah. Is he holding the tablet? The the guy on the other mm-hmm. end? Are they like doing like a selfie? Pose? Like a selfie, like a one hand I on the knife, on the neck, operation. and then the other hand yeah. with the big tablet. Maybe, but also there's a light on her. So mm-hmm. I mean, front yeah, facing light could. Is there a front facing light on Samsung tablets? We got to find out that Tech model. Radar, where you I at? Don't, I don't know. Samsung but, um, send them a tablet so that. Uh, so these guys can figure it out. You think the receiving end is the same Samsung tablet? That might be a. They both have. It was a two for one deal. Okay. Brought I'll to you by that. Radio Shack. But also, you remember in Modesty Blaze when she shines a flashlight in their face, so like they can't see who it is. So they might be doing that to her. They might be doing that. Um. Yeah. Very. Uh. It's very strange. She. It. It's kind of like a weird. Uh, I've never seen something like this where it's like someone is introduced. It's like an indirect character's indirect character. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, she's, it's like, like Joker comes in, right? He's trying to, he's going to like mm-hmm. threaten this dude with like his wife being killed. Mm-hmm. And so it just seems to be out of nowhere. It's like to, to bring this in or it's like, oh, okay, so here he is. He's going to threaten his way in. And he's like, somehow he's got the lowdown on Van Chris. He's got his wife's information, where he lives and everything just to come here and threaten him personally. Um, Maybe maybe this guy is also a villain, like an actual villain, and he really isn't supposed to be here. Um, was um was any of this in the theatrical release? Mm. 
Was it yes. all? Yes. Yeah? I think so, yeah. Because they had all to the explain. Joker's gang gets, stuff? Oh, he gets the gun, yeah. Because I remember them being in the trailers where it's like it shows a couple members of the Joker's mm-hmm. gang. Yeah. Um, but I feel like someone told me, like, I feel like... I'm trying to think if, like, like, the actual... Don't, I weren't even in the movie. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to... Th- I was thinking, like, was the actual Samsung tablet part in it? Because he yeah. definitely comes in, he threatens the guy, gets the explosive. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, there's only the one picture of the crew in this in this Art of book. And was it's it not even a good picture. It's was really, it like, pixel- I, pixelated. I don't think so. It's like someone just took a photo of the, with their Samsung tablet, <laughs> brought to you by Samsung tablets. Um... <laughs> And I was going to ask for a magnifying glass so I can try to figure out what's on this guy's blue scrubs or whatever he's wearing. Just uh, tweet David Ayer. Yeah. Hey, what are those pajamas with the blue guy in the AK? <laughs> Do you still have those clothes? He'll <laughs> be like, that was my favorite guy. That's Such a nice like? person. That's David that's, Ayer? That's my David Ayer impression. Okay. I don't think it's going to fly, but okay. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no bad talks about David Ayer. The man is a genius. Um. Um, the Van Curse, he has a very dorky wardrobe, but uh, not not Jared Leto yeah. and not Johnny Frost. Those two dudes are sharply dressed, yeah. if I if I do say so myself. Um, the the damage tattoo, I've always noticed it as you know, it's it seems very dimmed down mm. in this film. It fades and it comes in the. It's, it's yeah, very and it, and I, we brought this up earlier. I think but it's henna. I think he. <laughs> you think he? <laughs> I, I was gonna say. I think it. I don't know. <laughs> I think <laughs> I can't follow that up. <laughs> it almost seems like um, they, you know, it, in the makeup chair, they put the tattoo on and then they put the white makeup over it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's probably what it yeah. is in like his excuse. It's like, yeah, well, he got the tattoo and then like on the, I think he got, his skin did get pale, but he also puts makeup on. Because he's, he's a wacko. He's a very handsome dude. He's a very handsome dude. But or maybe he had the tattoo first, and then he, the skin discoloration mm. also affected the tattoo. But in in photographs, people always draw out that whole yeah. damaged tattoo bit, and I'm always like, it's, it's you never really notice it. it. Yeah, it <laughs> you never notice out. it. Yeah. it's very prominent in the still photos. But yeah, it, here in the in motion, I, I don't notice that that much. So then it, the whole visual thing that the Joker has going on doesn't really bother me. Um, in the mm-hmm. movie, but yeah, it was definitely something that when you see the still photos, it's like, what the hell? I mean, when I saw this outfit that he has in this minute for the first time, I was like, okay, I I am on board yeah. for now. The movie hadn't been out yet, but it was like, okay, I see what you guys are doing, and uh, I'm inclined to see more yeah. of that. I, He's got... Oh, go I really it. like the, the chest tattoos, the... Um, the Joker on the stomach, that's that's fine. Um, I like the tattoos on his hands and stuff. The, the face tattoos are a little strange for me, but I mm-hmm. once he is on camera and he's just just going for it, I actually, in this movie, I really like the Joker. Yeah. Um, it's always hard to judge a character when you just get like those first look yeah, things yeah. because it's not the whole package. You're not getting the... Um, we talked about it earlier in this movie, but usually when you introduce like a villain or a character, they have like an introductory scene and it's like the whole scene mm, yeah. is a a showcase of this actor portraying this character. It is like the scene that defines why that character is in the film. And we had that earlier um, with the Joker and it felt like, you know, like that should be people's first impression because that's what it's made to be. 
And so when we just get first looks of characters are like, oh, this is what they look like with no sound or, you know, any movement. It's, it, you know, you're quick to kind of judge that. But once you see this Joker in action, um, and if it, if people had seen it that way, I think more people would have um, eased into it a lot yeah. easier. I also think, like, this is a really, you know, start to end, a very thrilling minute. Um, mm-hmm. The the way they take out the guard with that very practical gift basket explosion in that small little little guard shack <laughs> is awesome. Um, I like the way the, you know, the van doors kick open, Joker pops out, he looks kind of scary. And then just going through, you know, once he is uh, coming up to the, the window with the Samsung tablet, he just menacing is the only word I can think of. And, as I watched it, I thought, you know, if you were to take this scene and animate it in the style of the Batman the Animated Series, this would mm-hmm. totally work in that, you know, in that series. Like this, it, with that Joker, it's, like I said, it's menacing as hell, and I could totally see, you know, this, the, the violence is, is amped up here. I mean, obviously in that show, they wouldn't have someone with a knife up to the throat, but... Yeah, I mean, I've always thought like this film, um, if it was animated, the people's criticism would have gone yeah, out the window. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that makes this film that much different than any animated DC film lately. Yeah. Like, they all, like they all have their errors, and I feel like, like this movie does as well. And I was like, I think the first time I watched it in theater, I was like, it was like watching a live action DC animated film. Hmm. It was just kind of like a fun ride. You didn't have to think too hard about it. Um, you know, weird stuff happened. Uh, you know, that's just how I felt about it. And that's, um, I feel like that way about um, this film and Justice League, uh, the theatrical yeah. version. And so it's just, it, those two films have always been like, yeah, this this seems like a, a fun, a fun, like, live action version of what I would I would normally watch. Um, it's, it's a great... Um, it's a great scene. Um, we always kind of criticize it a little too much about, you know, its its purpose being uh, in the film or the way it's edited. But, you know, when it comes down to it, it's like usually when the Joker is on screen, he's very, like, charismatic in the sense that you're gravitated to watching him, seeing what he does. You know, he's a very um, attractive character in every sense of the yeah. word. Um, so you're guaranteed to get eyes when you put Joker in your film. Um, so... You know, despite criticism, you're, you're like just generally going to have a good time watching anything you have the character do. Um, but he's, yeah, I think another thing besides the tattoos is the jewelry. He's kind of got like that rock star vibe, you know. And I think the all the jewelry in the hands, all the like the wealth that he empowers, like as this crime lord, like it it always seems very um, just kind of cool, you know, like. Like he can really do anything. Like he's not even wearing armor. He he doesn't really have a gun. He just has power. Yeah, it's the most interesting thing. Do you want to talk about his gang? Have we talked about his gang yet? <laughs> yeah. What about it this time? I don't know. What about it this time? <laughs> oh yeah. We get better looks at him. Like there's things that I wanna. I have a questions for you guys. I think this is one of the only times where we get to see the guy in the Batman yeah. mask. I remember seeing um, that in the trailer and being very yeah. weirded out for a second. Like. 
I thought it was great, yeah. and it's a good Batman mask. Mm-hmm. Like it's got the white eyes. It's it, I I kind of want that mask. Um, and he's not in the full picture of the cast mm-hmm. or of the of the Joker's gang, nor are the guys in the front with the uh like the the spearheaded dudes the, w- the, the, the tanks boxes? huh what are they i think they're just going in in case they run into bullet well, fire they just got like these squared spearheads with one guy body has armor like a, and just go in it's it's just two pieces of plate steel welded into like a mm-hmm. wedge shaped in front of his face and then yeah. there is one guy with a an actual box so uh, um oh then maybe i'm just confused i don't know there's like some members that are on screen that don't go there or yeah, that this aren't guy in the book. Yeah, just a box. Okay. But those and then guys, that's the Batman guy to the left. And there's the, I've uh, never seen that before. There's the Yeah, and they're in the concept here. Look at them. Dudes with And it's a silly like it's like a napkin drawing <laughs> of just like this dude oh, I in love that. like a like a wedge yeah. metal mask and then just that's like plate, so but I think he has like a pocket like a pocket shirt on. Hey, we just want to make sure that uh and then there's this like fat dude with that looks like straight out of like Aquatine Hunger Force or something. He does. What is that? I don't know. They just like picked up some dude. That's so weird. I like the uh and there's the, an, I call them the Bobom twins, like just the the two dudes with the Oh, the faces. The face yeah. just the big grinning mouth, uh mm-hmm. the teeth. I want to know their names. Yeah, they're like the the one in black almost looks like a venom with no eyes, and then mm-hmm. his opposite is the all white with black teeth, like the Slenderman like, looking uh, dude. Yeah, yeah, like like Slenderman mixed with uh, Chomp Chomp from yeah. Mario. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but they got like matching suits. Um, their tie pins are opposite. The white one has a black tie pin. The black one has a white tie pin. Let's just get a movie about these mm-hmm. guys. Um, yeah, that's. Panda. It's just again like things. It's like I kind of want to know more about him. There's yeah. the the satanic There's goat god the lead dude. singer of Slipknot. He's there. I don't see him Which, in this minute. Who's he? The goat yeah. guy. Is he the lead singer of Slipknot? No. Did they have a goat guy in Slipknot? Uh, they probably did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was talking to you about. The Sabrina people. The satanic uh, temple mm-hmm. told him to cut it out, and it's like you're watching that show. Come on, guys, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> um, <laughs> come on, guys, it's television. <laughs> The um, just lost my train of thought. I'm the, sorry. The yeah, goat guy. Like, I think he might have been in Arkham's raid. Was he the Arkham one? Oh, the yeah, Arkham raid. I was gonna say they might have taken him out. The titular too. assault on Arkham <laughs> that they had earlier in this film. I noticed the uh, the panda guy takes his head off as Joker enters the little clean room that Van Chris is in. You can kind of see him oh, in the background. Because yeah. it should. Because he has the panda guy has two. Full concept art pages mm. in this uh, art of book, and it's like he obviously was going to be somebody, like somebody big, because the concept has him decked out with all his tactical gear. Uh, the the panda mask unzips in the middle, which is mm. awesome, and then like it shows him from the movie, and it's like, oh no, he just has a newsy. <laughs> What suit would you guys want to wear into? Ooh. What would be your Joker gang? Out of any of these, or just no, in just my made-up one? Oh, you have to, you have to show up in something. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's. You don't have any idea what you want. What kind of costume <laughs> I, you'd yeah, want to wear? I mean, there's a bunch of them that I would think of. Maybe it'd be one of those spies from Spy versus Spy. Yeah, that's kind of what the big, grinning face guys kind of reminds me of. I wish yeah, one of them. I wish the. They would have played with the suits being opposite, you know, because they're both yeah. in black suits. I think one of them should have been in a, a white suit, just complete reverse. 
I got almost a negative uh, image of the other one. That would be really cool. It's like um, it's like what they did with uh, Sugar and Spice, the mm. Two Face henchmen. Oh yeah, henchwomen. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I don't uh, know what I would be. You don't know what kind of weird costume you would want to wear. No. <laughs> Maybe like. <laughs> It's a tough question, yeah. right? It is, it's a really tough question. But it's like an interesting one. Like Marty McFly's pink cowboy <laughs> suit. Yeah, this needs That's a cowboy. A good one. Yeah. So, um, using hmm. like old timey um, Western revolvers. I'm trying to think, do you wear something big and goofy like the panda, or do you wear something? No, like I was thinking you got to be practical because <laughs> the panda, obviously, the panda is like the con- like the concept from the panda to actual what they you know ex- execution. Mm-hmm. It's it's lost, but also they it seemed like whoever did the concept worked too hard and loved this idea too much to let it go. <laughs> I want so they were like, <laughs> yeah. f it, get it just a panda suit and make it. And like I think a we only see it for like two seconds, thing. right? Yeah. You just get like um, him with the gun right before they get to uh, uh, the doctor's office or whatever he's doing in there. That's not even his office. And then this the shot where he takes his mask off. But um, yeah, maybe I'd want one of those. Uh, remember in Even Stevens where you had like the penguin that you ride on and it's like yes, your legs the are ostrich or whatever. Want, oh yeah. no, you know what I want? I want the one where it's like y- your legs are an alien and it's getting abducted and, and you're just grabbing. Them. Oh, grabbing you? Yeah, that's uh, what I want. I want one of those kind of costumes. It's like just the air costumes, like yeah. a sumo suit kind yeah. of thing. Yes, exactly. That's what I would wear into battle. Um. Uh, we would love to hear what kind of outfit you guys would wear if you were in Joker's gang. So tweet at us at DCEU Minute. Let us know what weird costume uh, you'd be decked out Put in. Put some thought into Put it. Put some thought. It's a good question. Um, I was thinking like maybe something Star Wars, like deep cut Star Wars too. No, because then at that point you're just trying to impress people. I know, and then you're and then, to scare then them. you're not you're not going to MegaCon. You're robbing banks. <laughs> if someone think of that about that guys, yeah, you're not going to MegaCon. To, imagine trying to fight a dude wearing an alien costume, and abducting himself. <laughs> it's terrifying. Uh uh-uh. uh Um, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. I I think I blew through. What are like good notes. ones? Like a cow mm-hmm. costume would be <laughs> two man cow costume. Yeah, oh, two man horse. The whole two man horse costume. Oh my god! Oh, that's great. Imagine if it just split into two separate directions. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> so he comes out and breaks Hang off. on, hang on, guys. <laughs> Go back into each other. That's fantastic. Oh, jeez, we can't be giving people ideas. Oh no. The uh, the two man suit costume, and just like sitting on top of each other. Hmm. <laughs> The very oh, like the very tall it, trench coat, trench coat in the movie theater, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know, uh, Travis, when was the last time you saw Suicide Suicide Squad? Um, like the whole film. So I watched it, you know, last week before, uh, or in preparing for this, but I watched it in theater, and then I watched it when. The extended, you know, home release came out on. Uh, mm-hmm. I bought it on iTunes. I bought the digital version and watched the extended cut then. And it's probably. I probably. And then you're like, I'm good. Yeah, basically, I think I watched it twice. You know, once in theater, once at home, and then, yeah, before preparing for this, just just the two times. Yeah. Did you Did you enjoy it, um, the first time you watched it, or did you know has it gone up? 
every time you've watched it or, or down a little bit? Um, I definitely enjoyed it the first time around, um, just as a pure, like, wasn't expecting much, because this was one of those weird ones that just, the production seemed weird, um, everything mm-hmm. we saw of it was questionable, and then it, I finally had to just decide, like, I'm just going to go into it and, and see for myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think I was uh, pleased with what I saw. At the same time, it was like, okay, that's that's fine. Like, I'm not, you know, yeah, it, it, it's absolutely. just fine. Um, there's a certain point in, like, towards the middle of the movie that really loses me. I think it, the editing in this movie is really strange. Like, they, they constantly want to have montages at, for the introductions of all the characters and mm-hmm. like that never really ends until like almost until this week of minutes you know as they're still yeah. building the team it's like we're still getting these weird like editing um it just breaks up the movie a lot and then i found myself like in the middle of the movie not knowing what the threat was and then suddenly <laughs> they're in the city fighting the threat and then that's kind of taken care of and then they still have like the third act where they have to go and face you know her it it just the flow is really weird for me yeah Um, yeah it it does get like like literally lost in translation as as it goes on Um, as uh tom hanks would say yeah which is weird because like that's what the montage is the big apple (laughs) the big apple (laughs) Um, um but but yeah I, mean, I definitely enjoyed watching it you know this time around just just sitting back watching it um because it had been so long since i'd seen it and yeah i totally mm-hmm. totally enjoyed it um but the third third act for me is kind of a snooze um, once they yeah, leave the bar and it's kind of i'm good at that point mm-hmm the bars are yeah. That, that that there are some gems in this movie, yeah. and I think the bar scene is one of those. Yeah, and then like um, the big fighting, the, I th- yeah, the fighting and stuff that happens before they all team up in the bar. Like that's all great. Yeah, all that build up when they're when they're walking in the street. That's like, yeah. and I think maybe at one point someone was like, okay, don't don't touch this. Yeah, like, yeah. This, this stays. Well, even like, like stop it. Stay. Yeah, <laughs> when they you know raid the building and, and mm-hmm. I don't yeah. want to obviously get too far ahead for for future stuff but yeah i think it, it's two-thirds of a really solid movie um, mm-hmm. yeah yeah and yeah this yeah it has it has a lot of potential still mm-hmm. for sequels and stuff um and uh we just i think we need to remind ourselves you know like we're lucky to have a huge um demand for comic book films yeah and so it's like we sometimes get carried away in how we critique this franchise, uh, not this not this specific franchise, not the DC Cinematic Universe, but in general, comic book film adaptations. Um, and so things like Suicide Squad and Venom, and you know, there might be an occasional Marvel film that isn't um, an Ant Man. Yeah, like it isn't very necessary. Like, I'm thinking, I don't know, like, Spider-Man Homecoming. Like, sometimes it doesn't need to be that big of a deal. And so it's allowed to just do its own thing. Um, And we need to remind ourselves that sometimes. 
Um, and it's not so much on the film to like, hey, they're expecting, you know, the Dark Knight every time. And it's like, no, maybe it's just a good time. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's it's nice that we have those things that we don't. Um, it's nice to have a range of comic book films. Um, we can have our super serious ones and our our fun ones. Um, and that's kind of like what Suicide Squad is. It's like, yeah, you kind of missed the mark there, but we'll uh, we'll love you anyways. <laughs> Thanks for at least existing. So we have we have that on on film, you know. Um, but yeah, that's uh, I think. Um, is there anything most memorable about Suicide Squad that that you kind of I don't know think about when you, when someone brings up Suicide Squad? Is there something that always stands out for you? Mm. Um, I remember coming away from the movie being really impressed with uh, the El Diablo character. Like, he mm, really surprised mm-hmm. me, yeah. and I really like his uh, story throughout the movie. Um, yeah, we. What's interesting is we haven't really talked about that okay. character yet, and and the and the reason for that is kind of like on the film itself, where it's yeah. like we when we all saw the film and like you know the reception was coming out for the film diablo was one of those things that all of a sudden people were talking about like oh what a great character yeah. right but it's like we're on week 9 and we still don't talk about diablo sure. yet because he's not even he's like not even a part yeah. of it he has like some moments where you go okay he's one of them yeah. but you know it's like later on we'll we'll start to get into things where it's like well, and uh, who is yeah, this yeah. guy? Who? And, and pardon the pun, but he's a slow burn, and I think mm-hmm. that's a really smart choice. Maybe, the, yeah, it's, maybe it's all intentional. Yeah. David Ayer was onto yeah. something. There is a lot of there. There is more. Panda has lore. It's not just the panda. It, it is more about the the Joker's gang. I'm sorry, we're going back. To no, that. Go. I feel like at least one thing. I don't know. They're drawing my attention a lot, and. Um, it's like those little side backstory things where it's like, I know there's more story in here. Oh, and yeah. there is. Like, they're all like surrealism based, uh, based. What do you mean? Figures. They're um, all based on su- uh, surrealism? Yeah, they're all based on, um, what is this artist? Um, oh, Can you pronounce it? Yeah, hang on. I have it right here, but I just lost it on my, because people are yelling at me. Hieronymus Bosch. Oh, Hieronymus, Hieronymus Bosch. Er- there you go. There so he goes. does like surrealism. Isn't that like a character a, from Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I think he's in the um, yeah. And like everybody was supposed to be wearing masks that cover their face. Like the the idea was to have You're face telling me things. That everyone in this Joker gang is based off of an artist's work? No, not not directly. In the surreal surreal surrealistic view in relation to the artist. It's like they're all That's supposed still to be impressive. surrealism, but not just any surrealism, just this particular artist where it's like people were in really flamboyant costumes or really weird looking things with face masks and the big eyeballs and, and whatnot. Um, the Eyes of Adversary and is a piece with like the eyeballs and stuff like that. Um, that sounds really cool. It That's seems, very yeah, under, see, And it's like there's more about it. And it's like, oh, man one page of the art of book but i know that there can be an entire story behind this the panda does have lore there was always supposed to be someone in like uh, a mascot type suit thing at first it was like a cat they say and it went to a penguin katy perry shark and it land, yeah left shark <laughs> and left then it shark. went landed on the pe- the panda and then in the thing it says the rest is cinematic history clearly because we don't know what happens <laughs> 
cinematic history. Yeah. Just the one shot of the panda bear. Yeah, and um, the art director, the costume designer, Kate Howley. Uh, Howley. She invented the panda suit? No, David said, like, he. she says that David always, David had this thing about it, the panda. Like, we had to stick with the panda. It had to go with the panda. Yeah. He has, like, a, a heart but built into a suit, which yeah, is kind of cool. Does, it's, it's like a Care like Bear. Yeah, it's like a Build-A-Bear, <laughs> nice. Care Bear kind of thing. Um, it's like a Build-A-Bear. But, um... It's no, um, build a bear. You just put a heart in your stuffed animal so that you know it's alive. But like it's it kind of is upsetting because the concept of it is fantastic, and then what they get is just like it seems like they tried so hard, but it just couldn't work, or maybe they ran out of time, or they, it was just too much effort for like no no payoff at all. It was like why are we putting so much time into this character? And maybe someone along the line was like. Screw it, just get a panda costume. Because they knew people wouldn't appreciate it. They knew I'm people. Appre- I'm here. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm <laughs> appreciative probably, of it. It's probably meant to be because they roll up in a panda purveyor's van, so it's probably mm-hmm. meant to be like this is what the normal person that would be dressing up as this mascot for this, you know, mm-hmm. t- singing telegram kind of thing. Like it's just that they. This yeah. isn't you know something that they put a lot of time in. They just grabbed it from whoever they you know, stole the van from. Yeah. It's yeah, just I raided like the uh, local party city. Yeah. There's a picture in like the, it's on the, one of the stapled page or whatever. So like, um, it's kind of bleeding off, but the panda guy does have his mask off mm-hmm. and he's a very handsome gentleman with short blonde hair. And I can't make out who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of other things in this. Um, the attack on Titan guy apparently is dead in the corner along with what it looks like. One he of the suit fellows, you're saying he died? It, just in this photo, and it's like one of the... Um, is that an Arkham? Or is that no, a, yeah, this is the Arkham raid, where oh. Harley's uh, strapped to the... Ooh. Nice. Where Harley's Sorry. strapped to the table. Um, with the Attack on Titan guy's on the ground. The Felix the Cat pajama dude is there. Felix the Cat? Oh, that guy in the I don't think he's wearing Felix the Cat, <laughs> but it looks like... It looks like symbols like... Um, like w- the Wilson W, like the tennis balls... Uh, well, sir, the uh, sports, the balls, <laughs> sports, sport ball. <laughs> you know them, uh, volleyball. That's yeah, a better one. That yeah. was probably the most yeah. tennis balls. Um, uh, and then it shows Mr. Frost. I don't know if we talked about this. He's got a wedding ring, Ooh. and I found that interesting. Johnny Frost is, is that his, was that was his name yeah. Johnny? Did we talk about this before? I'm pretty sure his name is Johnny okay. Frost. Yeah. It is. Yeah, he's got a wedding ring on. The dude is married. Travis, do you have this book that I'm no, looking at as well? No. Oh, okay. I thought we were reading along no, at the same no, time. No, no, no. I mean, I just, just did enough research to find out that this is Johnny Frost. And I guess he okay. comes from the graphic novel The Joker by Brian Azzarello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, you guys probably already talked about Johnny Frost, but... We did a, we did a little bit. Um, yeah. I did find I mean, there's, it was interesting yeah. that he's his loyalty is meant to be a nod back to Bob the Goon from the 89 Batman. Like he's just this un. Oh, the dude with the yeah, hat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I know what you're talking about. Was that the same? That yeah. Okay. I get yeah. it. Opens the door. He's, turns around, closes it. And it was like nothing here. <laughs> Bob the goon. What a what a great yeah. guy. Um, speaking of Batman the animated series, <laughs> out on Blu-ray. Oh yeah. Not sponsored by Batman the animated series. Um, but yeah, it's uh. It's kind of like underappreciated this Joker gang. Like, um, obviously, we probably won't see them ever again. But it would be kind of cool if at any time the Joker did show up again, we have a whole new set of 
costumes and mm-hmm. stuff and like keep that going because there's something kind of attractive yeah, about it's fun. it again yeah um, I, I might like it even more than the dark knight where all of joker's you know gang wear other joker masks like that's mm-hmm. that's fine too, and everything but i think i like this better it's too coordinated yeah. i like it when they have like flamboyant costumes and even if like hmm Mm. I I like the flamboyancy of the costumes and I like the individualist individuality mm-hmm. of them. But at the same time, when you have henchmen, I'm okay with them being like a silly toned down version of like the uh, villains thing. Like Joker's clowns. Like I like that. Yeah. Now I'm just thinking of all the different henchmen gangs. That yeah, but exist. then they just get like knocked down at one punch and like they're done mm-hmm. with it. It's like, okay, I get it. At least with these guys and their own characters, I assume that they're going to put up a fight because they're like a close knit team they're not just like throwaway clown characters you know what i mean they look like uh like grand theft auto characters <laughs> yeah like you make your own outfit exactly and that's what people do in grand theft auto online yeah. they dress up like that and then they go do stuff just like what they do in the movie mm-hmm. yeah yeah there you Watch go so if you want to play <laughs> as part of the joker's gang you can <laughs> probably do that in GTA. not sponsored by grand theft auto online but you can buy grand theft auto online Sp- and create your own character and live your own story sponsored by samsung that's Samsung. on your Samsung tablet. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like the other henchmen, like I'm trying to think like Rachel Ghoul has like ninjas and two face. Yeah. Batman forever. Uh, is two two face gang was like all neoned yeah. out or something. It was very strange. Usually um, Mr. Freeze's gang always had are just people in parkas and stuff. I think Penguin had like clowns, right? They were just Penguin had circus people, uh, like actual circus people. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think who else. What was uh, what was Joker's gang like in uh, Batman 1989? They just all wore leather jackets. With yeah. they just wore leather jackets. They were just guys that got one punch yeah. and went away. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like I don't. It's uh, hard. It's hard thinking about other. It's hard to have henchmen. Other gangs. Yeah. Um, they got to keep um, that going. It was really in just like Mr. Freezes and like those guys. The had, ice like, hockey team. Yeah, the ice hockey team. Like those I guys were just so cool. Um, Rule number one. Or what number are we on now? I have no idea. Just make your henchmen look cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think that shouldn't be number one rule for your villain, but somewhere create a, create a rule. Might that, be in the 30s. Yeah. You're, <laughs> by the time you get to step 30 now, we can start thinking about making mm-hmm. your henchmen cool. Yeah. Um, because it, it, it does lead to a lot. They're cooler looking than, you know, the zombies that we have in this film, you know? Yeah. When we talk about... Oh, the putty in, monsters? <laughs> yes. Yeah. The putty monsters. That's what monster. they are. That's what yeah. they... They're the Power Rangers. The I Power Ranger villains. They really are. Um, even though, yeah. The Foot Clan is even more interesting from Ninja yeah. Turtles. They at least they look cool. They look like fly people. Um, but uh, yeah, so we'll go Joker's gang number one henchman group. We'll go two Mister Freeze's henchmen. Um, does anyone have a third one? I'm trying to think. Like Marvel, do they have any? Um, no one's really cool looking. Green right? Goblin has been building up like his Goblin army. I think in the comics. Um, yeah, I don't know henchmen wise. I guess Hydra. All they they all have like a uniform, you know, that looks kind of cool. But Marvel mm. doesn't. I don't. Know oh, you oh you're talking like in Captain America uh, first. Uh, I mean, Avengers, I was talking like, about comics. I don't. Oh, okay, comics. Okay. You know the stuff that mm. all this stuff's based on. 
yeah all this stuff um yeah i guess marvel doesn't have a lot of good villains and henchmen their henchmen. designs yeah i don't know it's They're always like, like that's not something workers. we ever really um again like in general appreciating how the villain uh, how the henchmen look i think sometimes two-face will have like their suits are half and half just like his yeah. um but yeah, I don't know. I think maybe the Riddlers had some people. Um, I'm trying to think like Batman Forever. Like I think once Riddler joins Two Face, then they have more costume design. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a it's it's a weird thing to think about. Is I feel like we would have skipped right by it if we didn't have this minute that just showed the henchmen off. Yeah. Um, so it is very interesting. Um, well, cool. That's all the notes I have. What about you guys? You guys have anything else? No, that's I'm it. good. All right. Cool. Alrighty, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up uh, for today. But if you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us at DCEU Minutes and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. Uh, let us know what you guys think about henchmen in movies and comic books. Um, let us know if you have any cool ideas, anyone that deserves praise. Um, and yeah, we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 42 of Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs>